is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, here we are, a Tuesday and an hour to talk about whatever's on your mind. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. They're voting away in New Hampshire, the New Hampshire primary. See what happens there. I don't know if it's if there's really any suspense or not, but I saw an article too over the weekend about uh, Washington, no longer the state with the the most lopsided, uh, inequitable taxing system. I guess we've been uh, we've been making progress on that, and part of it is the capital gains tax that uh, levies seven percent on. Well, the sale of stocks and bonds and things like that over uh, $250,000. All that money goes to education. I think we should remember that as uh, this gets closer to being on the ballot next November. Isn't that a good thing? We're paying for schools with this tax that most of us, you know, average Washingtonians likely will never have to pay. But... I don't know, we got to protect the wealthy among us. <laughs> Just some thoughts of mine as we get rolling here. And we want to hear from you, 360-676-5464. And who do we have to get us rolling today but uh, John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Um, I just briefly wanted to say one of my favorite new shows on, on uh, YouTube is Fridays with Frank, Officer Frank Sloop. Okay. of the Pinellas County uh, Traffic Division. But the body cam stuff, what these cops have to go through, like how patient they have to be. And I just have so much respect for law enforcement and all that BS, you know, during the uh, George Floyd protests where, yeah, the people that, that came out at the end of the Black Black Lives Matter thing, the criminals, they were like, yeah, defund the, the police. Uh, no. Uh, but I also don't want to them to be indemnified so that they can murder whoever they want Hmm. if they think they have a guilty suspect. And and, anyway, uh, former President Trump is all for that as as he compared himself to. uh, He said, you know, you've had bad apples. He's talking about rogue cops yesterday, but they they need uh, to be protected. You know, they need complete immunity. And you got bad priests, too. You know, it's like, no. No, you've got that all wrong. The bad apples need to be rooted out and fired. That was part of the cops program that that Obama had, right, to help curb police violence and not going after cops that are doing their jobs. You see them every day. It's fantastic work. Yeah. Uh, okay. Also, the sub- go ahead. Oh no, I would I would agree with you uh, that in any profession, any group uh, has uh, will have, like you say, some bad apples, bad actors, and. Uh, those people need to be uh, there. There needs to be a system that can prosecute or at least remove them, and um, yeah. But at the same time, those who are doing get very difficult work, I I couldn't imagine being a police officer. And you know, the fact is that every I, I, every police officer I've ever interviewed or talked with, they love their job. They they yeah. wouldn't do anything else, and I think that's laudable. And the Supreme Court, the super conservative. Uh, 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 packed to the right Supreme Court, you know, what did I say about Texas and what they did to the Rio Grande? And people are like, oh, poo-poo, you, you, that's not right. It's not a razor-wire death trap <laughs> meant to, like, it's meant to discourage. I get that. Uh, but it's also a death trap where people have died. They've drowned getting caught in the razor wires like people said they would, and the Supreme Court put a stop to that. And, uh, that's good. But, you know, I wanted to call about the, the caller who, who chastised me about the uh, St. Jordan Peterson, okay. right, this wacko. Okay. He is a nut, Joe. He is a total nut. Everything I said yesterday, and when I was saying right, you know, it's kind of like a thing where I'm, um, have you heard of this? Like, like you know, you, your, your mind is occupied with so many things running the station and the family and everything. You didn't know who Jordan Peterson was. Maybe you heard his name. But he's a big figure on the right. When he started out, Perfectly fine, because he was a psychologist. Now what he's turned into, Joe, get this, he has an app that he's selling, 
where he puts a commercial right in the middle of his videos where he was saw this video he was talking with this guy about doing ayahuasca and and uh, these crazy drugs where you, oh, okay. you know you trip out and you see God or you see the devil. How about you don't see any of that? Just your your mind's imagination. But like you'd think a, a man of his stature would would downplay drug use, right? But he's selling an app that's called Hallow, which is a prayer app. So he's putting himself on an app that you got to pay a monthly fee for to pray to God. Okay. Oh my goodness, because he's a super uber Catholic, okay. right? And the, the thing about Jordan Peterson is. This man is supposed to be like their Yoda, right? I never saw Yoda cry and become so emotional about, you know, when someone's talking to him on television, Jordan Peterson is constantly breaking into tears. So the Kermit voice goes up like three octaves. It's so uncomfortable and cringe. It's like you're supposed to be the same guy, and you're bawling your eyes out over things like, the incel crowd, these single guys who, who you know, oh, I can't get a date. Well, you got to go, go up to a girl and ask her. And if she says, you know, no, you know, to dance or, you know, you can't get her number or whatever, like, you just got to try harder. You know, these guys, they sit on their computers all the time on their (laughs) other. They talking to each other about how much they hate women. Women don't like me. We have to make an effort, dude, you know. (laughs) <laughs> do a push-up. Okay. I mean, it's just, well, yeah, but Jordan, he's crying. He's crying about these poor, isolated guys that are out there saying, yeah, and they, a lot of times they turn to mass murder. That's the problem with incels. But, you know, well, they, I mean, a lot of it, times, like, for a guy goodness, who says but... clean your room, you know, he, he should he should advocate mentals, mental uh, hygiene as well. Okay. A psychologist okay. who gets hooked on benzodiazepines goes to Russia this is why I brought this up before. Maybe they're onto something where if you don't want to go through the withdrawal, very painful. You know, it looks awful, right? That's what All kept right, me John. from ever doing drugs. Uh, but, but, you know, he got himself put into a medically induced coma in Russia. Well, that's what you that said was yesterday. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I'll have to, uh, with all this Jordan Peterson stuff, I guess I'll have to check him out. I, I'm, yeah, he hasn't been re- really on my radar, but... Uh, We'll see what he's all about, even if it's just to hear his voice. Um, but uh, thanks, John. Let's go to Jim over on San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. What's on your uh, mind today? Me thinks I'll protest too much, me thinks. <laughs> I couldn't do a very good Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yoda does Shakespeare. Okay. All right. <laughs> I know. That was too weird. I wish I could take it back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, I'm sitting, I'm standing here uh, doing, putting stairs on a stairway mm-hmm. uh, on Friday Harbor, right at the water line. My customers are getting doused with poop for the last two years from cormorants. Oh, wow. Okay. And so we used to, these cormorants used to be in Anacortes at the Anacortes Ferry Dock. Uh-huh. And I inter- I interviewed that ferry worker yesterday about this, and I also people, my customers and and other folks. Anyway, uh, so they they came here because uh, you know the the place they had at the ferry dock, uh, the ferry system uh, chased them away by changing uh, the pilings and how the pilings no longer can accommodate their nests. Oh, huh. so we get, so we get them over here, and it reminds me of my friend the Snohomish who's. Uh, who has a, a creek and, and a beaver pond, and the beavers build it up, and he knocks down the beaver pond uh, as the salmon are waiting for it to get knocked down so the salmon can come upstream. Okay. And uh, and then the beavers, you know, for for the 20 years he's owned it, keep rebuilding it. It's just a, it's just a kind of an interesting cycle. But anyway, the uh, Snohomish County did something down the, downstream to make it easier for the salmon to come up. Since we did that, the salmon don't come up anymore. So I'm kind of, you know, our uh, our bureaucracies think they're doing the right thing, you know, chasing the chasing the uh, birds off of the ferry dock and then uh, changing things in the uh, culverts to make it easier. And it kind of backfires. So I'm just wondering, what else are they doing that has un- unintended consequences? And maybe we should do a little more studying before we move on that stuff. Anyway, my employee uh, a few days ago, one of them pooped on his head, and uh, they're these these people. They're they're old, elderly, and they're just 
in their last days, and, and I'm looking up at their windows right now, and just poop, cormoran poop just smattered across. They can't even get a decent view of the harbor anymore. So, oh, boy. Uh, but if I were to kill a cormoran, which I have thought about, uh, you know, I'd go to jail, but the... Are they, a, are they a protected species? They are a protected species. And okay. what, so why did Washington State chase them off the dock? You know, they had a... I mean, I remember coming in, Terry coming in and looking over there and saying, hey, peekaboo, I can see you in your nest, you know, and they tolerated people and hmm. and people tolerated them. But, well, I uh, wonder if it was the same issue that they were having with the the population of cormorants. That I'm talking about yeah. the, the ferry system. Yeah, but, exactly, but, exactly. But where where do they nest now? They have perfect yeah. nesting over there. Mm-hmm. They're roosting in these trees, but these trees aren't good for. Now they're coming in, so I have to watch my step and make sure one isn't directly above me. But and then I sounds like the, you, I want, it sounds like you need to wear a hard hat too. I should at least be wearing a hat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right about the... that. So it's just a little about <laughs> unintended consequences. Hey. Uh, a homeless guy here, we just sent him over to Bellingham uh, a few nights ago, and his name is Troy, and he's all yours. Okay. Uh, he couldn't make a go of it here after uh, almost 20 years, and he almost killed himself with alcohol. And a friend of mine uh, just let me know today that he stepped in and got the police involved, and he's uh, drying up in Bellingham, and he'll probably be one of your homeless people there, so... Uh, God bless Troy where he is, and oh. I hope he hope he's productive over there and doesn't do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, how you said you sent him over here? How did that all happen? Uh, oh, it, yeah, because my friend owns the. Uh, well, he doesn't own. He's just the manager of the trailer park here, where a lot of low income people live. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he he quit paying his rent. I don't know why, because he gets a stipend from Washington State, but he just drank so much he couldn't manage his money anymore, and he got evicted. He got his power cut off. His power was off before the freeze. And so he was in there with no water and no power and no no uh, heat. And uh, he was basically going to die. So finally, my friend went over there a few days ago, knocked on the door and said, are you ready? Are you ready, Troy? Mm-hmm. I can take you to detox. And then uh, all the all the normal parties involved said, no, no, no. He couldn't get a taxi driver to drive him because he pooped and pissed his pants uh, for the last three weeks. And so nobody would help him, but the police did. He got the police to do it, and the police took him to the uh, ER, and then uh, they sent him to Billingham. So he's all yours. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, and, and to, speaking of uh, maybe unintended consequences, I mean, that's what happens. Speaking of the homeless population, I mean, if we want, we don't want these encampments, but then we clean those out, clear them out, and then, but those folks, they go somewhere else and, and yeah, start you from got, scratch. Yeah, we got to stop. If not. we got to stop subsidizing it. We'll get more of it the more we subsidize it. All right, Jim. Thanks for your call, and good luck out there. That, Thank you, Joe. That war zone you're in. We'll take a quick break and be back with more 360-676-5464. The Mill at 7th, Linden's hidden jewel of a restaurant on Front Street. You'll find comfortable dining, top-shelf service with consistently delicious food. If you haven't experienced The Mill, it's time to visit. Hi, I'm Linda, owner of The Mill at 7th. I want to invite you to come dine with us. Our staff and I have worked hard to create an atmosphere that provides you with a welcoming experience with fresh, enticing foods, cocktails, and a wonderfully unique selection of wines. Listen to what our customers have to say. CJ says, We love to eat here. Plan on spending some relaxing time in an environment that's warm and inviting. The staff is so sweet and the food is so yummy. Ashley says, The mill is one of my go-to dinner spots. The food and atmosphere are always exceptional and the service can't be beat. If you want an amazing appetizer, get the apple crostini. You won't be disappointed. Stop by the mill today for an exceptional date night experience. Group parties and catering options at the mill at 7th, downtown Linden on Front Street under the windmill. We started Bright Star Care so those in need could be cared for at home, right where they belong. And we want you, our future nurses and caregivers, to feel right where you belong, too. So we give you everything you need to offer a higher standard of one-on-one care. Not just the training and tools, but the emotional support, motivation, and values that keep you at your best. It's a great feeling being right where you belong. And that's how you'll feel when you join the best and brightest at Bright Star Care. Join us at brightstarcare.com slash careers. At number one automotive body repair, we know you're a great driver. 
the creme de la creme, the cream of the crop. Dare we say, F1's 2024 hotshot, but everyone else on the road. They're not you. And when they ruin your day, we're here to help. Bellingham's number one automotive body repair is the premier location for all your collision repair needs. Learn more at number1abr.com, part of the number one collision group. MyBellinghamNow.com is an exciting new news site covering Bellingham, Whatcom, and surrounding areas. Breaking news, community and business updates, local crime and sports reports, the stories that connect us and make this an incredible place to call home. Connect with our community like never before on the all-new MyBellinghamNow.com. And the best part, it's 100% free. No news hidden behind a paywall ever. MyBellinghamNow.com. Your community, your news, just a click away. MyBellinghamNow.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. So glad to have you with us here on this Tuesday. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going today, Joe? I'm doing well. How about you? Oh, not too bad. It's nice. Freezing weather is over, but it's still cold and dreary winter-type feeling. I guess that's normal for January. Yeah. Our friend John, he's just so all over the place. And I was thinking today, I think he needs Ritalin. He's just, just going off about all these things, and all of a sudden getting a date with a girl has something to do with, I don't know, you just rabbit trail after rabbit trail, and I'm, I'm just kind of lost, but okay. whatever. But the <laughs> IRS did. and taxes you brought up earlier. Uh, or well, the state, uh, state uh, yeah, what do you the, call capital uh, Capital gains, gains tax. tax, yeah, not the IRS. And the IRS right. isn't involved right. in that. Well, but. how... The question I have, a good question for you, is how come the state of Washington gets to redefine what income is compared to what the IRS says income is? The IRS says capital gains is a type of income. They've said that for 100-plus years. So Washington State has now redefined what income is so that they can have an income tax. I I mean, they're cheating and lying, what they're doing. I'm not a member of the... uh, I'm not a justice on the state Supreme Court, which has decided that it is indeed an excise tax as the state uh, defines it. So, uh, I, so how, but that doesn't make sense how the state can go against the IRS, what IRS calls income tax. I'm, I mean, it doesn't it just doesn't add up. Like, okay. We get to okay. redefine words in the form to, so the government can take more money. We basically eventually will have well, full-on so, income I mean, tax. I mean, I mean, if you something sell else. something, is that automatically? Is, I mean, that we don't consider that to be income, do we? I mean, we in if, some cases, you yes. Turn you around, asset, say you've got yes. a car. You yep. you turn around, you it sell is. it. Is that is that income as we traditionally consider it? I mean, I'm trying to explain it to you. Well, I, so I consider you, income being what I get. What I get to go to work, but yeah, go ahead. What work and wages is earned income. Now, when okay. you sell an asset that you've depreciated, yes, it is ordinary income. I know this because I have farm equipment on a depreciation schedule, and if you sell it, it is then income because you've written it off against expenses in the past. So okay. now if you sell a personal car that is not depreciated in a business sense, then it is not income, at least according to the IRS. Well, But the IRS is the boss of taxes in this country, but we in the state of Washington and the state Supreme Court get to redefine things at will so they can make new taxes to get around our constitutional no-income tax. I just wondered what you thought because, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me that well, the IRS would call that a type of income. I mean, I don't really – does it, not. In the whole the whole scheme of things, I think we should have a state income tax, a progressive income tax. and But at the same time, I think we should re, uh, reform our entire taxing system. I don't want to just impose an income tax – on top of the taxing system we have in place, which leans so heavily on sales tax. And I think what we need is to to revamp the whole system. Whether there will ever be the political will or ability to do that, I think is really a super long shot. But that's I what I think we should do. Trade, yeah. I would rather have an income tax than a sales tax. Well, income yeah, or, or a much lower sales tax, tax or, yeah, and that's my thought. And to reform the B&O tax on businesses and, and to really look at the entire system, make it more equitable for everyone, I think it would be it would be a positive step for us to make. In the meantime, then we take these baby steps, which are controversial and just make, just, just you know, get people riled up and, uh, but I don't know, to make a bold 
move like that just seems to be beyond our why are system. why are taxes the answer to everything? Why is raising taxes always good in every case? I mean, it seems like every time there's a new tax, Joe Tian and liberals are for it. I, I don't. If if we have a need, I, I'm. It's not that I think. Oh, let's raise taxes. I think that's really super. I think there's a certain point where uh, you know I. I remember got done saying we should when, have an when we tax. first I mean, got like a when, when my wife and I first got a computer there was that and I I, I guess the, I don't know if the game still exists in its uh, original form but it was like Sim City it was called where it was like a simulated city and you were the mayor basically and you would you would develop the city and you'd put in uh, put in industry and you'd zone it for different things and then you'd and then you'd have to levy taxes and and it was it was really difficult. <laughs> Because my cities would always fail because, and they'd collapse, and it would, you know, it'd be horrible. Because I, I wasn't well, very just good like at every that, blue but. city, we've that's just like blue cities, right? Homelessness and crime go up. Homelessness mm-hmm. and unaffordable housing continue to get worse, despite all the things they've done the last couple decades. All right, it's uh, Republicans, more unaffordable than ever. Republicans are do so much better at that than than Democrats. Okay. Well, you can't right, do worse. You right. can't do worse than it is. All right, Rich. All right, all right. thanks for your call. Let's go to Lou in Linden. Hi, Lou. Howdy, Joe. Yeah, um, I have a question for you. Okay. What does from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free mean? Well, it's traditionally meant the, you know, the, the basically the, the uh, Palestinian state that would, um, it was, would, you, uh, would envelop what is now Israel, basically. That's right. It means the extermination of Israel and the extermination of the Jews. Not ex- well. Six, it means the re- the the million, the the, 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 the million uh, Jews. Let me finish my point. Okay. There's about six million Jews in Israel. There was a Holocaust in Europe where one okay. third of the Jews were wiped out. Six million. Now, so the, actually, the, the phrase has been the, okay, Lou. Now, now the phrase has also been used by the Likud party there in uh, in Israel and in in. Relation to Israel existing and and in, encompassing the entire land between the River Jordan and the and the Mediterranean Sea, uh, and the the use of it has to some certainly and probably much, many of in Hamas has meant either the expulsion or the the extermination of the Jewish population, but not to everyone. But uh, like any phrase, I it, um, there are multiple multiple uh, meanings to so different. We- Okay. We as Christians but what, should stand but what up does, and but what, but why do you people. Why do you ask this? Why what's the, what's the issue, you know, we, issue there? And and when when you ask college students what sea and what river, they don't even know what river or what sea they're talking about. Okay. That's how ignorant our college students are who are marching and chanting from the river to the sea. Palestine will be free. Okay. But we as Christians have to stand up. For the Jewish people in Israel, otherwise, as far as I'm concerned, you're just faking it. You're not Christians. You're frauds. Okay. All right. Thanks, Lou. Appreciate it. And uh, well, but quick before we take a break, uh, Jack over on Sandy Point is uh, with us. Hi, Jack. Hey. Good afternoon. What's so, on your mind there? Well, I had a, I had a problem with the math. I was, I was trying to figure out. You know, uh, I was trying to answer the question why people still think that the 2020 election was uh, not above board. And I was doing the math. Okay. And the number of registered voters that the last known registered voter tally that they give us the numbers to and the number of votes that were cast would have been 93% of the people turned out to vote. Now, the official number is 66% of the registered voters voted, the 66.3 or 8, depending on which one you look at, okay. uh, voted. So that meant that of the 21 states that allow for same-day voter registration, there would have had to have been 41 million same-day voter registration during that time. And that's a, I'm trying to figure out the probability of that happening. And then the other one was, what's the probability of six states shutting down their county, the six states that they deem to be swing states, at between 3 and 4.30 in the morning 
And then when they resumed their counting, all of a sudden, President Biden was in the lead. And I'm just trying to figure out the percentages, how it works. I'm not a smart man, Joe. I just, I just would like to know how mathematically this, these things work, and what the probability of something like that happening. Okay. Well, I'm not a math mathematician myself, and I haven't seen these specific numbers. But um, all I can say is that uh, the, the, the vote, for instance, in Georgia. Uh, was uh, was retallied numerous times, was audited uh, in Arizona, another swing state, an independent outside independent group that was uh, uh, was really in Trump's camp, also audited the vote and found that uh, well, their audit actually added votes to the Biden side, and I and there hasn't been a court case that found that there was any uh, any evidence to support a. a I'll legal challenge to. I'm not questioning I, the election. I'm just asking about the numbers. I'm asking okay. how the numbers I, go. Well, I'm. It's, I, it's I like back to the voted. Supreme Court, state Supreme Court, where I had discussion I had with Rich. I I'm I'm not the expert to ask that, but uh, I guess well, you'd uh, want to ask somebody in the audience. Maybe okay. somebody in the audience can do it. While they do, and while and while they do that, while they do that. Back in July, when I was in, in Detroit for family reunion, the, the state of Michigan Supreme Court ruled that 26,000 people, some of which served in the Civil War, were allowed to stay on the uh, voters' registration because to remove them would, would uh, violate their voting rights. Oh, the Civil War. And so I— Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, some, some were Civil War veterans. Okay. Uh, well, the secret right. to longevity, I guess, is Lake Michigan. I um, guess maybe the yeah something <laughs> in the water up there. All right, Jack. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah. All right. Thanks for your call. If anybody has an answer to Jack's math problem, there, give us a ring three six zero six seven six five four six four. Back in a moment, we'll hear from Tim, Vern, Lane, and you here on KG Mike Next. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish, so we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Go to babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Get deals on what you need during MVP's bonus days at Lowe's. Right now, save $20 on select 5-gallon ceiling paint or primer by HGTV Home by Sherwin-Williams. Plus, get 15% off and earn 3 times bonus points when you buy 4 more Purdy products. Because Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Selection varies by location while supplies last. Discount taken in time of purchase. See sales associate for details. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts of any. Valid 115 through 126. Subject to change. Adventure has its own style. It's made of tall trees, unpaved trails, snow, and ice. And at the center, the most capable Subaru Outbacks yet. Stop by Dewey Griffin and check out all the 2024 Subaru Outbacks with financing as low as 1.9% on all these beauties. Limited Touring Wilderness, Limited XT, and Touring XT trim models. See Dewey for all the details. Dewey has a huge inventory of new Subarus from the 8-passenger Ascent to the Forester, the Impreza, and the all-new Crosstrek. A Subaru from Dewey Griffin will get you and your family where you need to go safely. Plus, when you purchase a Subaru from Dewey, you'll be supporting a local dealership that supports our local community. Need service? Check out Dewey's Express Service Center. It's fast, convenient, and best of all, there's no appointment necessary. Open six days a week. Stop by for your next oil change or any other minor maintenance and you'll get a free car wash with any service. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded, community-driven, and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in Whatcom County. Hi, Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, here to talk to you about health insurance. Are you looking at retiring soon? Or maybe a change in your employment left you without coverage? Whether it is a plan to go with your Medicare or individual health insurance you need, find out how working with a licensed insurance agent at Guided Solutions can help you navigate the plans available in your area and help you make the right choice for you and your family. Learn more today by calling us at 866 733 5111. 
The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. No gimmicks, just the highest quality systems, 0% interest financing, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Rely on West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Contact them today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and MyBellinghamNow.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this Tuesday. We go to Tim and Everson. Hi, Tim. Yeah, hey, Joe. On taxes, I wanted to comment on the taxes. Okay. And uh, my dad was a very simple man. And uh, he worked pretty much like you. And he did invest. I don't think you invest. But he died. And uh, the taxes on some of his funds, and he did accumulate Surprisingly to me, he was very frugal, uh, a, a good amount of wealth. Okay. And when he did die, uh, there was a lot of taxes on a couple of funds. And and when I say a lot of taxes, I mean, first of all, I read the fine print, and they said, uh, you can, and I mean fine print where I had to get out a magnifying glass, you can deduct 15% from this for tax reasons. I did that, and I still ended up with a like a $3,000 bill, and a couple of my siblings didn't do that, and they ended up with an $8,000 bill. Now, you're talking about a very frugal man who maybe made a little bit more than you, who saved in penny pinch, all of that, and then the government's going to take that away? I I don't understand that. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I agree taxes are okay. I think they're getting out of hand, quite frankly. The property taxes are way out of hand. But when I'm talking about my dad who penny pinched, and I can tell you for a fact he penny pinched, and I don't know how he saved that much money. Okay. Well, you know, and as far as take- the inheritance tax, I mean, and I would just, and I I don't know. I, I don't know that I have a it strong opinion on it. But just to explain it, it, I mean, just to explain it, though, I mean, it's not a tax on your father. He didn't pay the tax. It was a tax on you when you received those funds. So, um, and I, then uh, arguments go both ways. And so I, that's I, I, all I could do to answer that as far as what the reasoning behind the tax is, is that it's a tax on you and your receipt of that, of that inheritance rather than, you know, your father didn't pay Come the tax. On, I Joe, mean, if he had spent the money, $100, all right, I'm just, I'm just explaining, Tim. I'm not, uh, all right. That, uh, I don't know. I'm not saying yes or no, that it was fair that, or that, that it was great that you paid the tax. But, um, I mean, anybody who inherits a, a large amount of, of, um, wealth, I mean, there's a tax on it. I, that's all. I, I don't know what else I can say about that, but appreciate it. Let's go to Vern in Ferndale. He's got thoughts on taxes. Hi, Vern. Hi, Joe. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to let the MAGA guys out there know that, that in the state now, I believe it's a house, they've got a new tax on ammo going through. It's going to be 11% on, on ammo, and in the bill it's – it's deemed a privilege to buy ammo. Okay. So that's one of our privileges, I guess, now. Is it a sin I tax? We, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, being, I'm being facetious. Yeah, well, bit, uh, okay, yeah, I guess I guess <laughs> they think that the, the, the bad guys that are shooting people 
really could care less if uh well they got to pay they, the tax too i guess well they got to pay the tax but they just yeah. they just bust into your house oh okay you know and take something from your house and go out and sell it and then they'll uh, buy buy the ammo they don't uh, okay. care okay they're gonna shoot people and then on the other <laughs> part of it the one of the uh one of the previous callers his answer to that tax thing is it was rigged that and that's about all i got for you today what, Joe. what was rigged the the, uh, the vote the well, vote he wanted to know about the okay so, the vote right. and the vote was the easiest answer is it was rigged you really think it was rigged I honestly think it was rigged, and yeah. I've seen so much stuff that proved to me that it was rigged. And I know you got all the politicians out there and all the, the liars and the schemers, but uh, but it, I mean, it think about it, Vern. I mean, just the, the 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 amount of coordination of this type of a this massive of a conspiracy to to rig an election like that across multiple states, and to yeah. know which states to target with this with this scheme. It, uh, it, I mean, it's just, it's un, unthinkable that this could be coordinated without someone coming forward and saying, yes, I was part of this vast conspiracy. I, yeah. I you'd think somebody would be making a zillion dollars. Claim, oh, making I, that claim. I talked to you once before, long ago. Yeah. Uh, uh, you said, well, who had enough money to buy, to buy all those votes and do all that? And I said, China probably did. Okay. But, uh, on the other hand, I also told you to look up something on, uh, the full measure on Channel Four on Sundays. I forget her name now, and I, I don't. I doubt you did that, but she had quite a good thing on on the uh, how the vote was was rigged. So, but anyway, okay. I just want to let the MAGA guys know their ammo's going up. All right, okay, Vern. Thanks. All right, take care. I'll let, I'll, okay, well, let's see. Well, quick before we take a break, let's go to Lane in Bellingham. Hi, Lane. Hey, how are you? Good, good. You guys, thoughts on the capital gains? I do. So, this is this is why I, I personally think it's it's a big. I mean, it is an income tax, and in our state, that's unconstitutional. Okay. I bought a rundown neighborhood convenience store that it was so rundown the bank wouldn't loan me money. I I bought it, took everything I owned, bought it. It took me three years before I even had one dime of profit. Literally, I was pouring my money into it, okay. and I knew my wife and I knew that that we weren't going to make any money. But the money that we would make, our income, would be from when we sold it. We had it for six years. We we did make some money on the fourth year, made more money on the fifth year than the sixth year. But our real income was the investment that we put in our time and our resources for those three or four years where we were rebuilding the business, and then when we sold it. It happened to be the same year that this capital gains tax went in, and it took my income. And you see that with farmers. Farmers will leverage themselves to buy land, to buy product, to buy tractors, to buy equipment. But they know that their retirement, their entire retirement is going to be when they sell the farm. Well, no, no, no. no the capital work. gains tax doesn't re, doesn't, does, isn't levied on, on farms. It's not levied on real estate. It's not levied on, on well, you know, lots got, of limited business. My business got hit. Your business uh, by the capital gains tax specifically? Yes, it did. Okay. Yes, it did. Um, so maybe I'm wrong about the farm. I'll, I'll be the first one to admit that I'm wrong about okay. something. But I'm just saying that, that you buy a small business, you build it, you pour yourselves into it, and you know that your, your, your payoff is not a weekly paycheck or a monthly paycheck or even – Every quarter, you you might get a dividend from from your work, but a lot of times it's your investment to build a business that's big enough where then you can sell it and then you can have a retirement or you can have your income and then dump that into something else. When the government dips into that, it's you know the, okay. whether you agree with it or not is irrelevant. Okay. The state constitution says it's unconstitutional, and for our Supreme Court to redefine, just redefine what it is. When the IRS, you know, the other guy was absolutely right. The IRS is nope. That's not that. That's that is capital gains, and it is an income tax. It just it just smacks me of uh, duality in, okay. in our government. All right. Well, I, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Thanks, Lane. Appreciate you calling. All right. Thank you. All right. We'll take a quick break and be back with more here on KG Mike and X. We'll have time to take your call three six zero six seven six five four six four. Whatever's on your mind. You love what you find. 
Your living room is looking pretty good, but there's something missing in that corner. It's time for a trip to Wilson's. Wilson's Furniture will have dozens of great-looking accent chairs to choose from, and one is bound to be perfect for your room. And right now, with winter sale pricing, that chair will look even better. Wilson's Furniture in Ferndale. Start off the new year with the resolution to get a better night's sleep. And Wilson's Furniture has one of the largest selections of mattresses in the Northwest. Memory foam, pillow top, inner spring, and adjustable in a wide range of firmness levels that guarantee you'll find the perfect mattress for you. All at winter sale pricing. Wilson's open seven days a week. Family room, living room, bedroom, or kitchen. If one or more of the rooms in your house needs a new look, then look to Wilson's Furniture to help you out. And with winter sale pricing, Wilson's will help you get the look for any room just the way you want it. And at a price that will make you happy. Wilson's on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. Want to wager on your favorite winners? Now you can at the only sportsbook north of Snohomish County. At Silver Reef Casino Resort, you can get in the game with baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and your other favorite sports. Visit the Portage Bay Sportsbook and Bar to place your bets. Sportsbook open daily at 9 a.m. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5 exit 260. We've got that. What does your dream getaway have? Luxury hotel rooms, elegant suites, and relaxing spa? We've got that. World-class Wine Spectator Award-winning Steakhouse? We've got that. Washington's premier golf destination? We've got that. How about the newest slots, table games, and exciting promotions? Oh, yeah, we've got those, too. Visit Silver Reef Casino Resort and hit the getaway jackpot. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. Too busy to even think about laundry? Let Brio help. They've just expanded and added new supersized machines that can wash up to 80 pounds of laundry. That's five to six loads in one machine at one time. Plus, Brio's added more folding space, additional seating, and a refreshed new look. Brio, the laundromat for busy people. Always staffed by helpful attendants with special machines to wash your outdoor gear, dog beds, and down comforters. Located in the Sunnyland neighborhood, Brio Laundry. It's always good clean fun happy new year everyone this is steve jostens from hinton chevrolet and linden in a world that seems crazy at times come visit our old-fashioned small hometown straightforward dealership for your next purchase when you do things the right way you don't have to have new year's resolutions hinton chevrolet doing business with a tradition of trust since 1947 located on the guide in linden across from mcdonald's or online at hintonmotors.com we're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Now you can go to the DOR, Department of Revenue.wa.gov, and uh, see what the capital gains tax, how it, what it applies to, um, and deductions that can be taken. And I guess, you know, but it doesn't take everything. Say, I, I'm just explaining. And... Like I said, I don't think I'll ever be subject to this tax, so I guess I could be called, uh, you know, artless. But, I mean, okay, so you're, you you write off, you know, you get a deduction of the first $250,000. You say you sold an asset um, that's worth $350,000 that's taxable under this. So you pay ta- you pay 7% of that $100,000 profit uh, over and above $250,000, so you pay $7,000 tax on something you sold uh, for $350,000. Um, that $7,000 goes to education here in Washington State. I, I, you have every right to think that's onerous and, and uh, unfair and awful, and, and, and an income tax for that matter. But just to kind of explain, and we have to keep in mind what the reality is here we're taking. It's like, or that we're, that we're talking about. It's not like, okay, $250,000, you sell, you know, any, everything above that is taken from the, by the government. No, it's taxed at 7%. But anyway, just wanted to explain that. So we know where we're all talking. Uh, let's see. Let's go to uh, Randy in Bellingham. Hi, Randy. Hey, Joe. Yeah, I just uh, was just going to say that the estate tax rate in the state of Washington you don't pay any estate tax unless it's over $2.193 million. So if your estate is under $2 million for a single person, you don't pay a Washington estate tax. 
Mm-hmm. And I think I think if I remember right, if you're a married couple, it goes up to uh, four million. Okay. And if you and over that initial two million, if you go over the two million, then it's a variable rate. It goes from ten to twenty percent, probably depending on how much money there is, whether it's like five million, ten million. But that first, that first two million, you don't, you aren't taxed on, right? Yeah, the first two. It says here that the first two million, you're not taxed on at all. Okay. You know, so uh, you know the earlier caller with the with the frugal father, you know, it it could be something like uh, you know IRAs, you know, or something where you would probably be taxed, you know, because. Yeah. They, you're not taxing those until you take the money out. I mean, there's a lot of different yeah. variables there for, like, in the investment arena, you know, where I could see where, um, you know, that I'm not aware of where, you know, you could be taxed depending on what kind of an investment it was. Right. You know. Well, and I, you know, I received, and thanks, Randy, appreciate your call. I received a modest amount from a, a, a relative who passed away in the last couple of years, and, um, the you know, I, I have to pay tax on it. I pay uh, like a, it's a, a income tax. I don't even know what because I haven't uh, received all of the funds in that that fund. But that's that's just something. I mean, that I I didn't I didn't work for the money. I'm I'm fortunate to to receive it from my relative. But um, uh, anyway, that's my thought. Uh, tax man. Uh, but let's go to uh, Mike over on Noon Road. Hi, Mike. Yeah, hi. How you doing? Good, good. What are your thoughts here? Well, and a couple of things. Um, and the first is, earlier in the show, you were talking for a bit on income tax uh-huh. compared to sales tax. Uh-huh. And if I'm looking at it philosophically, a properly set up and a fair income tax is perhaps a better way to do it, though it does get impacted rather drastically sometimes if there's a recession. True. But not in Washington State. Washington State, I ever see a proposal for one, I will fight to the hell to block it. And the reason is we've had two initiatives on starting a state income tax. They both failed. And a major reason they both failed is you looked at them, and I ended up voting against them, even though I believe in the concept, they were add-ons. There was no proposal to say, okay, we're going to have an income tax, and in comparison, that brings in X amount, so we're going to reduce the sales tax, right. or the property tax, by that amount, and lock that in, so it's a make it more equitable. Uh-uh. Yeah. This was, how can we gouge more money in a state that is grossly overtaxed as it is? Well, and I'm totally and I'm with you on that, it's Mike. getting worse and worse. Well, I'm I'm totally with you, I, and that's like I, what I said to our earlier caller is I think if if we do you know if we would go down that road we need you know complete uh, a complete overhaul of our system and like you say let's okay yeah. if we're going to have this uh, progress or progressive income tax then let's match that with a uh, uh, you know uh, lower at least l- much lower uh, sales tax and. And and like the the B and O tax on businesses, and let's let's really make this a fairer system rather than. Just... I remember as a kid when the state sales tax was four point eight percent. Really? Wow! And we did well, and uh-huh. we had no traffic jams. But <laughs> well, yeah, we did. I believe you. You know, yeah, yeah. but I, you know, and it's also. I mean, I'm I'm just getting horribly gouged on property tax. We had a thing that was passed by initiative that the legislature supposedly honored of a 1% limit a year. Well, in one three-year period, mine went up 40%. They're going up another 10% this year. I am furious. It's a reason I'm considering having to move out of the state because this is not a state for middle-income people, not for people who actually work. For a living. Well, and I don't know the for exact formula, but part of the the property tax is not just government raising the rate, but that the the assessor decide. Yeah, I, and I don't know what <laughs> that formula is, but it's uh, based on the market you, values of of properties. You need to do a little looking, but because you don't when pay our state when, right? when our state had, I think it was their fifth extended thing during the budget crunch years. Uh-huh. They had a year where on the last week. In a 
closed session where the public was not invited. It was actually a Democratic Party actually was in their, you know, party conference. They voted, and because they had the majority, they just went and then did without open public discussion, which is illegal, by the way. They voted to suspend that 1%. And I actually ended up warning folks because I read an article about how the impact in the little town of Carnation was probably not so little anymore these days. In King County, theirs went up 37% on average that year. Well, now, now wait a minute. Like, what, but what, what I'm trying to say is that that, that 1% rule is still in effect, although there is an effort in, in uh, Olympia to, to remove it. But... See now you're because my I pay a lot more than you know than than I was paying for property tax and I was paying you know a few years ago but property property mm-hmm. values have skyrocketed and that's part of what the that tax that you're that you're you're assessed each fully, year is fully, is based fully aware on. of that being an excuse and the point is our incomes haven't gone up nearly well, at that rate I agree and with it that does pay the one percent that's for sure and they on at least two occasions that one year. I warned people. I was actually the first person to tell KGMI. I called the county assessor's office and I asked for the numbers. They didn't want to give them to me, but Freedom of Information Act. And I said, I can get them over the phone or I can come on down. And we talked. Okay. And that year, with that 1% in there, the state, not the county, and not because of increased value of homes, the state made it 13% for their share. Okay. I okay. Well, I'll, and they I'll, did right. it. Fifteen percent. They, they increased it, it very fifth. secretively. All right. I that I, I'll have to look into that because uh, as as I understand it, that one percent uh, without if if an, a government entity wants to raise their share of the of the property tax beyond one percent annually, they have to uh, go to the voters to have it okayed. But um, I'll look into that and see if that ever happened with the state. Um, but appreciate your call, Mike. Robert, we didn't get to you. Sorry about that. Um, but all callers today, an interesting conversation as always. And we'll be back tomorrow, 4 o'clock, KGMI Connects.